What up, world? What up, world? You're listening to 35K Wild Sports. It's your guy, Murph. It's your boy, Al. The real man of BBN. And your girl, Jayana. Yo, yo, we here again, once again, over here at E-Lounge on Papa Level Road. We appreciate them for letting us go ahead and set up shop and record the podcast here this evening. So shout out to Big Date and the E-Lounge. What's going on with y'all? How y'all feeling? Man, back in the back in the studio, man. I'm just enjoying it and ready to get a show kicked off. Yeah, mm-hmm. same. We're just enjoying football season. Glad basketball season's under fifty days away now. I'm just uh, enjoying life, like they said, and actually still enjoying football season, even though we should be falling off by the kicker. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, football is in full swing, but. Basketball is right around the corner, and this Friday night in Louisville, they got something just amazing happening, phenomenal happening down at 4th Street Live. They got Louisville Live happening again the second year. Uh, last year, it was it was a crazy event. You had so many recruits in. Uh, this event, it did help, uh, you know, the Sensational Six or whatever you want to call uh, the new recruiting class. It, it helped lock those guys in. Uh, and we do have someone special on the line with us this evening to discuss about Louisville Live and just recruiting news just all all, all across the board. Man, who we got on the line with us, Al? Man, very special guest. We welcome him back to the 3-5-K-Y Sports. I'm going to call him the youngest in charge because that's what he's doing out here, man. He's running the recruiting game. Let me introduce you to Mr. Jake Weingarten, owner and operator of StockRisers.com, a national recruiting analyst for college basketball and uh and national recruits so uh bringing him on to the 35ky he's joined us once before man welcome back to the show what's up everybody how are you guys doing doing really good doing really good man uh since last time we spoke to you man a lot has changed and man you have a new residence uh tell us what you think about the city for those that don't know mr weingarten is a student at the university of louisville yep yep that's my new spot i mean much different from where I'm from and where I, I live at home in New York, but I adjusted very quickly and I love it here. It's an amazing city. So when did you when did you arrive in the city? To I got there. I got here. I should say I got here on August 13th, I believe, and okay. then so classes here. started just like a week later. Okay, so you've been here a little over a month. So just tell me yep. about some of the stuff you've done in uh, Louisville. I mean, since you've been here, some of the things you've done that you've enjoyed about the city. I mean, with all honesty, um, I haven't uh, like I, I've I've got a good good big friend group. I got tons of friends here, so I mean, you know, just living in the college life seriously. I mean, the only things I've really done off campus are go to like any special restaurants or like anything like that. Um, I went. To football games, most of the home games. Um, I obviously was at the open runs for the basketball team, um, soccer games. I've been doing a lot, so I mean, I've been staying busy, keeping up with my schoolwork, you know, just enjoying myself. Sounds like strictly business. <laughs> got you, got you. Well, t- I mean, give me your thoughts. What did you think about the uh, the football stadium and the atmosphere there for that opener versus Notre yeah. Dame? The football game against Notre Dame was insane. I mean, um, right from the jump, I mean, I got to be on the field for the first half, so that was a fun experience. But um, just the atmosphere, 
I mean, obviously the football program's had its up and downs over the past few years. I know that when Lamar learned and that I a whole new coach and stuff, a whole new culture, and I, I didn't expect the crowd to be that way, and it, it was jumping in there. It's, it's definitely improved, man. That was the uh, first game of the season versus a big-time opponent. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was a great atmosphere. I just want to say welcome to Louisville. You know, I'm sorry you couldn't come during the uh, Patino. You know, when he that. was running over, head reins over the program and stuff, you know, Louisville may have been a little more active for you on campus. But, uh. Man, don't, don't pay attention to those comments. He, he is a Kentucky fan, Jake, so please so please disregard his, so his comments. They, they, playing it, they playing it safe right now, which is cool. But, uh, since you've been here, is there anything that, that you have heard about that you really want to do in Louisville? Let me think. I mean, I've already been to a game at the Yum last season. Um, I've been to majority of the sporting events. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I heard I should go to the Kentucky Derby. That's what I heard. I heard that's a boot. So I might get that done before I graduate. Okay, Jake, you did mention that you did go to um, one of the open runs at the Louisville Health down at the Baby Yum, as they call it. Um, could you give us some details on anything that you saw as far as the newcoming uh, or incoming freshmen or returning players who stood out and what they can Louisville fans look forward to? Um, this past season, um, the returners come on soon. I didn't like that at the first one. They've had two this season. The return has been great. Ryan McMahon came from um, Stephen Enoch is great at the first one. Um, Malik Williams is doing well at the first one. But he to fit, so he didn't play in the second one. But um, the first one had, had been great also. I mean, I told everybody last year that right off the right off the bat, Quinn Slezinski was going to be an impact player. And obviously, he's supposed to redshirt this season. But I think that I think that will change. I think he'll play this season. But, I mean, they all just look really good. And one thing I noticed, the chemistry is there. They have good chemistry. And I think this team can make a deep run in April. And out of the out of the freshmen, who who's kind of opened your eyes the most, um, you would say? Um, I'd say that Samuel Williamson lived up to the height. But, I mean, Josh Nickelberry, Galen Withers. I mean, all six of them, really. Quinn Slavinsky. Um, David Johnson's out, but I think once he comes back, he could get major minutes right away. But, I mean, all of them are just, they're all going to be major impacts, despite David being out and Quinn potentially redshirting. But Aiden Agahan, too, I mean, his jump shot has looked really well. That's something he's been working on for a while. But they all look really, really good. And I think that's a good sign. You know, you got six freshmen on the team. That's, that's kind of the same situation with Memphis. Memphis got like five, six freshmen coming in, and people are wondering if these teams are too young. But the good thing about Louisville is that they got these six freshmen, but they also have four to five very talented returners. And then you got fresh Kimball, who transferred here, who's going to be absolutely impactful right off the bat. There's a number, a name I kept hearing coming out of the summer is Jalen Withers. A lot of people were impressed with him. Uh, coming out of the mm-hmm. summer in the open run. So just kind of describe his game to Louisville fans, how you've kind of seen it mature here um, recently with playing with uh, the guys. Um, he's a lockdown defender. I mean, that that's that's probably my favorite part of his game. Um, he's good offensively, too. He can run the floor really well. But he's, his defense is just that's something that you need on the team is, is a lockdown defender. And I think Jalen has that 
ability to be that guy. I mean, Dwayne Sutton's a really good defender as well. But, I mean, Jalen's going to be a starter next year without a doubt, in my opinion. And I think that at some point this season he'll find impact minutes. But he's a he's a player that's going to develop maybe into a three-year player. I think if he starts next year, maybe he has a chance to be a two-year player. But I think he's going to develop into a really impactful player for Coach Mack. And he'll be very good in the NBA one day. Um, and speaking of recruiting, um, we got a lot of visitors coming in for the Louisville Live event. Um, I know this will be your first time visiting or attending that, right? Yes. Um, could you give us some detail on the visitors that we have coming in that's going to be on their official and unofficial, unofficial visits? You said who's going to be there? Yes, on their official and unofficial visits. Oh, yeah, I got you. Um, official visits, uh, five-star Christian Lander is a junior guard. Um, they've got Jamin Brakefield. He's a five-star junior who's been one of Louisville's biggest targets for the last two years. Um, played with Clint Zelensky in high school. Um, Caleb Love is supposed is supposed to be visiting, but I mean that could change. He had a really good official visit at North Carolina, and a lot of people are saying he could commit there beforehand. But if not, he'll be on campus. Five star guard, um, Jay Scrub. He's one of the top JUCO players in the country, if not the best JUCO player in the country. And he he is a possible straight to the NBA guy, but I think if he doesn't go to the league, he'll end up at Louisville. Um, Trey Kaufman, he's a local kid, like 30 minutes out. Um, he'll be on unofficial. Deathrow Muscadin from Aspire Academy is a guy to look out for. He's a 2020 kid. Um, Coach Mack will watch him tomorrow morning, but that's a name to watch out for. Um, I'm trying to think if I'm missing anyone. Brandon Miller, he's a kid from Nashville, Tennessee. He's a top 20 sophomore. Um, there is a report that Malachi Branham was going to be here, but that isn't really true. And then there's there's a good chance that, or there's a slight chance that Hunter Dickinson takes an official visit here. So there's going to be a impact. I mean, it's, it's different from last year when, you know, Aiden Agehan was the main visitor and they kept their focus on him. And But he ultimately said that Louisville Live was the reason that he committed. And that's when he he would be committing so this event is a big deal recruiting wise so it'll be fun to see how it pans out yeah the event was big last year i think it's gonna be even bigger this year um who do you think is gonna be the one to break the ice um louisville has yet to get a 2020 commit do you have an idea on who's gonna be the first one to you know solidify their position with next year's squad um well i think that dylan smith after his visit well, he takes a visit to Miami this weekend, but I still think he'll be Louisville down when all said and done. He loves his visit here. Um, but as in terms of people visiting Louisville Live, um, I think that the likely people of Jay Scrub and Jamie Brickfield. I mean, if Caleb Love opts to visit Louisville and gets blown away by the staff, I think then he'll commit here as well. But it, it's just weird right now. You know, they're going after a lot of guards and a lot of a lot of wing players and last year they went after a lot of bigs and a lot of guys in this class are wings and big so they're focused on guards and I think the guys they want are Caleb Love and Don Smith and Jacob Brakefield and those guys so we'll see how it ends up. Based on need how many would you think uh, Mac and staff are looking to take? I mean there could be a lot of guys leaving next year. Oh yeah um, I'd say I wouldn't say another 6'9 class it's definitely possible but 
I'd say either four or five. It all depends what happens after the season. Um, Jordan Lamar will likely be gone. Um, Samuel Williamson likely will be gone. Um, I don't know, depending on in the day hunt season goes, there might be a slip chance that he'll be gone. You know, like, it all depends how the season ends. It, it all depends on that. Right. <clears throat> I imagine, like I said, I would think a good four. Um, a name I'd heard floated around, uh, I just know he's familiar with him from when he played with the Louisville Magic, is Zach Loveday uh, from Huntington mm-hmm. Prep. Have you heard anything about him? Um, I actually heard that he likes Baylor a lot. He did visit here. Um, it seemed like he enjoyed it, but um, he's taken two visits to Baylor, and I think he'd be an impact right away at Baylor, but I don't think he'd be as much of an impact as he would here, as he would at Baylor. So I could see him ending up at Baylor. Although, Global had an assistant watching today. I doubt that. I mean, there is a good chance he comes here, but I think that he'll land at Baylor. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Well, there's, a, there's another guy in town, although I don't know how much on Louisville's radar, but uh, the kid at Aspire Academy. Um, uh, he's blowing up. Uh, Jethro, I believe is the name. Uh, and yep. uh, he's had Kansas State in, in to see him a lot, full staff. I know recently um, the University of Kansas, um, he's drawn a lot of attention. Uh, um, can you mention what you know about him at this point? Have you seen well, him yeah. Um, yeah, he'll get a little live Friday, as I said. And um, Coach Dyke will see him tomorrow morning. So the whole spot saw him last week, um, I believe. Not the whole spot, but maybe three coaches saw him last week. So I think they're just trying to – trying to weigh out what they're going to do with him. I wouldn't be shocked if he gets an offer. offered him last night. Penny Hardaway came in and watched him and then offered him. So, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if Louisville follows suit and does, does offer him. But if an offer comes, I think it'll be either tomorrow or, or Friday. Well, it seems that Coach Mack just sent out offers to all top 100 players. But speaking on Penny, what is your thoughts on him and what he's doing to the recruiting game? Me being a Kentucky fan, you know, we used to eating first. And now with him and, of course, scandal that was going on for the past couple of years, what do you think Penny's going to do with this incoming, this number one class this year and going into the future? I mean, Penny's got a whole different swagger. I mean, I said this the other day. He's walking into these events, like, with the swag and – I mean, it just attracts all the recruits. I mean, that that top recruiting class is very talented. I got you. Got to see how they mesh together. Um, they've got some shooters in that class, and then they got very talented bigs coming out of that class. But Penny's the thing with Penny is all the recruits' parents grew up watching Penny, and Penny's a a Nike head. Everyone knows yes, who Penny Hardaway is, and a lot of that's a very intriguing pitch. Is that your head coach is a the icon to basketball players all over. So, I mean, like Jawan Howard being an NBA champion and being, you know, young on the younger side and can relate with the kids, it's different as to where I'll put, I'll give Michigan as an example, John Beeline, an old-fashioned older coach compared to Jawan Howard, and Jawan Howard's already having an impact there. I mean, he's, he's got Michigan and a bunch of guys as top 10. James Springer could end up in Michigan. He's a five-star I mean, he's making an impact just four or five months on the job, and I think the way he approaches the recruits is definitely how Beeline did it, and I think it's the same with PG the approach and the resilience to go after these guys and he's going after them hard. I guess it doesn't hurt that uh, 
both them coaches have had recently 30 for 30s about them, my teams they played on. So some of these players who did not grow up watching them was seeing some of the games and seeing how good actually Penny Hardaway was during his prime and everything. But, you know, enough of him in Louisville. Let's talk about the only school in the state at Calipari. I've seen that recently he been all over and, you know, seeing a whole bunch of players that some of us fans didn't know he was looking at. How much of it do you think is him just trying to throw mixed signals or is it just filling out or is he really interested in a lot of these kids? I think that he's weighing his options. I mean, one thing about Cal is he won't go see a guy if he doesn't think either A, has a chance on him, or B, if he's not interested. He's not a guy that wastes time. So um, if you look at the guys he's looked at, I mean, Kate Cunningham, Isaiah Todd, Greg Brown, majority of them are 2020 guys. I mean, only 2021s he's seen it. Really seeing a Javon Hardy and Bubba Askew, and those are both side star kids. So, I mean, John Calipari getting Terrence Clark was very impactful on the recruitment of others. So, I think he he sees himself as a guy who could learn these five stars now. Obviously, he was known for missing out on like top five, top ten guys, but I think it, I think Calipari's got his mojo going again. People, some people say he lost his mojo, and if that's the case, he's definitely got it back. I agree with you when he put out that statement about not being just another hat on the table no more. But uh, you you brought up two players in speaking on Cal won't waste his time. I want to ask you about Cade Cunningham, who a lot of analysts, well, some of them been changing their picks, but a lot of people feel that that's a guarantee to Oklahoma State. And then another kid that got ties heard that just maybe a month ago, people feel was a lock to Kentucky. Now Calipari has turned the heat up on him. What's your feel on Devin Askew, who I believe will be making a commitment within the next month or two? Um, with Cade, um, I disagree with the Oklahoma State talk. Um, Despite his brother being there, I think he'll go to the spot that is best for him and not his brother. But I think he'll end up at UNC or UK. I think he'll be between those two. And, I mean, he's the number one player in the country, in my opinion. And I think whatever school lands him is ultimately going to lead themselves closer to a national championship. And if he does end up at UNC, I think there are a lot of guys that are going to follow suit. I won't name any names, but if he goes to UNC, wherever he goes, really, I think a lot of guys will follow him because a lot of guys want to play with Kate Cunningham. And then then I ask you, I think he's a lot to learn over there. Um, he loved his official visit. Coach Mack has seen him two Monday mornings in a row to start the week, and that's a big deal. So I think it'll be a lot to Louisville, but Villanova and Kentucky are, you know, hanging on there. So it'll be fun to see. On the Devin ask you, ask you I kind of, to me, it feels like uh, Coach Mack is kind of in panic mode. Ever, ever since Calipari visited him out in California in the first open period, then you know, all of a sudden he's ready for a commitment and everything. I, I think he's big blue bound now. He sees where his potential is. Uh, do you really fear he's going to stay in 2021? Um, well, first off, I mean, Coach Mack was the first coach to see him. So, I mean, Calipari kind of followed suit on Mack. But um, Coach Mack has seen him twice. And then – and then um, – the official visit apparently blew him away. So, I mean, Louisville's been in contact with him for the longest and has been offered him for the longest. So, 
I mean, I could see that in the fit for him. Obviously, Kentucky's hanging in there. I think a Kentucky Louisville battle when all said and done. I do think he'll reclassify. Um, it makes the most sense for him to reclassify. I think he's, I think he's ready, but um, but we'll have to see what he does. Thoughts on JJ Trainer, who uh, another kid with local ties, playing that he played for Bardstown and plays for a coach who played for Louisville, and his dad is another. Louisville legend that played for Louisville. What are your thoughts on him and as a prospect, and where do you think he may he's favoring? Uh, look like may have the inside with him right now. Well, I think he's a high potential player. Um, obviously, he's going to have to be patient if he wants to get some of these offers because he's a guy that's just blowing up as a senior. So, um, I think that will have to be patient. I think wherever he does land, he'll be a player, a project player, maybe three, four year player that. We'll have to take his time and develop into what every school wants him to be, but he's going to be a project. And I know Louisville's really interested. Full staff saw him last week at a 6.30 a.m. workout and left completely blown away. And then Kentucky saw him as well and loved him. And then the assistant that saw him, I believe it was Kenny, Kenny Payne. Payne. I want to yeah, say Kenny Payne. Yeah, Kenny Payne, actually. I read Colt Calipari during the workout. I think Travis Graff reported that, but called Kyle Terry during the workout after the workout and told him how impressed he was. So, I mean, it's going to be something to watch. He's got tons of new schools on him. I think it'll be a spring decision, but a lot of a lot of schools are interested in the upside, so see how it plays out. In closing, kind of give me your, your thoughts on Jay Scrub as a prospect and uh, Louisville's uh, chances with him. I think he's very talented. Um, when I heard the idea that he was thinking about the NBA, I wasn't really shocked. Um, his father told me about that possibility and then made it public, and I think that's a smart move, you know, weigh your options. Um, ESPN actually released a mock draft today and put Scrub in the early second round. So, I mean, I'm sure he'll get some feedback from both college coaches and both pro scouts or pro coaches, whatever you want to call it, but... I think it's either Louisville or NBA. I mean, Memphis thinks they got a good shot. Alabama, um, there's a bunch of schools that aren't on them. And Kentucky's also showed interest as well. I mean, they're a place on the final list, so we'll have to see what happens. All right, well, Jake, we definitely do thank you for all your information and time today. We look forward to talking to you again in the future for recruiting purposes and just to see how things are going here in your new hometown. Um, Anything else you want to tell the Louisville fans or just your fans out there in general? Um, StockRisers.com is my website, but more importantly, uh, I want to thank you guys for having me. Um, means a lot. I love talking to you guys, so I'll definitely be on in the future just anytime, for real. All right. Thanks for having thank a, you, a time with us today, Jake. We appreciate you. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. All right, you too. Thanks, you too.